the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shots, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I am your host, the Cowboy. Thank you for joining us. We're heading into week 18, and before we get started and before I bring the rest of the three-man booth in, I just wanted to take a couple of minutes to talk about um, week 17 and just the, the horrible, scary situation um, with with Demar Hamlin, so we're um, we're recording right now on Friday night, and um, thank goodness Demar Hamlin seems to have made a very strong recovery. He's a you know he's awake. He's FaceTiming with his teammates. All, all the best news in the world. And I speak for John. I speak for Senior when I when I say we here at this week in the NFL couldn't couldn't be happier about that. And what happened? What happened in that game was truly awful, and something that, something that I, I've never really seen before on a football field. And a lot of other folks have, have said the same thing, and we just our our hearts and our our prayers are, are with Demar that he that he continues this recovery. So we're with you, Demar, and some things are bigger. Some things are bigger than football, and the fact that this game was canceled and and. No one played. I mean, they 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 got to the right decision, and we're all with you. The whole I've never I haven't seen in you know an NFL community, NFL fans, NFL teams, all 32 teams rally behind one this one person with with, with good cause. So we're with you, Demar. We're happy you're doing better, and we hope you just continue to improve. So with that said. We are. We're here to an- analyze the NFL, and we're heading into the last week of the NFL season, where playoffs are going to be decided, and it's it's going to be an exciting exciting week of football. Everyone will have Demar Hamlin on their mind, but it is going to be an exciting week of football. So with that, I will bring in our three man booth is back. First, Mr. John D'Amato, super fan of the playoff bound New York Giants. How you doing, John? Yes, sir. Oh, okay. Uh, Happy New Year. And uh, uh, well said. Thanks for uh, uh, speaking for us. Uh, we echo your sentiments and uh, we'll continue to roll along. Uh, pe- people are going to be tuned in to week 18, so you might as well chop it up about it. Absolutely. And Cowboy Senior, super fan of the somehow still alive New England Patriots. Cowboy Senior, how's it going? Uh, it's going real well. And, uh, I know we're a football show, but uh, my week got a big lift, and so did yours, Cowboy, the other night at the dunk when our PC Hoop Friars kicked the Yukon Huskies' asses, something that (laughs) brought great, great, great joy to us. So it's, it's been a great week, and the Pats are still alive, and prayers for DeMar, and so happy that he's doing well too that that was obviously the greatest thing that happened this week is the news we got today and yesterday about him very uplifting so ready to talk some football all right thank you cowboy senior and 
for any of our faithful that are Friars fans, yes, it was a, it was a, it was a, it was a wonderful night at the Amp. It, we don't like UConn, so it makes it even, it makes it even sweeter. Um, I finally got my voice back today, so just in time to do the show. So, guys, um, looking back and looking ahead to Week 18, right? Let's look at we have the playoff picture, and we have a lot of stuff still up in the air, but. First and foremost, we have the New York Giants, John. We talked about it last week. Went out on the limb. Didn't think the jinx was possible with how with the horrible Saturday-led Colts. I said this was like a dream scenario for you that you could stomp him and make the playoffs in the same game. And you guys did it. Emphatic way, emphatic way to to get in. So give us your thoughts. Well, after the first quarter, it was only three to nothing, and uh, definitely a, a little nervous start. Uh, you know, on the first possession, uh, Jones threw two right in the, into the hands of Colts defenders. Uh, luckily, uh, got away with the, you know, without that big turnover that would would might have gave them a boost and and into the game. But uh, as the game went went along, uh, they shook off the nerves, and the, and they did what they're supposed to do to. Uh, you know, a coach who shouldn't be, uh, you know, in charge, and uh, yeah, I'm going to be respectful. We're going to curtail the uh, shenanigans and usual hijinks uh, this week because of obvious reasons out of respect. But, uh, but uh, yeah, it was definitely a, a well put together game, uh, and a nice, uh, clean, easy win, and and also the Giants, uh, you know, get a nice uh, week this week where the they could play a game where there's nothing on the line for them. And uh, e- either way, if they uh, you know, if they lay down and, and don't play anything, they screw Dallas. And uh, if they play hard and, and manage to upset, they could uh, you know screw the Eagles. So either way, they could uh, they could screw one of our uh, rivals, uh, which is good. But uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, this week will also be the last game uh, we see Mr. Saturday uh, coaching. Uh, uh, on the uh, commentary, Trent Green, who, who's like one of the nicest uh, uh, commentators, <laughs> he, he was throwing some major passive aggressive shade at the uh, at, at some of the moves all game. It was, uh, it, and he's one of the nicest. You know, uh, Trent, he, he's, he's Green, Trent Green's a, Trent Green's a sweetheart. He's, he's yeah, no, but, but he like... couldn't help it. He was coming out with some major passive aggressive uh, stuff on the uh, comp, on some uh, on some of the moves there. So it was a uh, yeah, so it was a great day. Probably you know Nick Foles' last NFL game too, and couldn't come soon enough for me. Don't you think? I don't think he'll play. He'll play again. Yeah, even on the uh, the, the one field goal he left, uh, he he threw a lollipop right up in the air, and uh, you know, fortunately McKinney's got like one hand and and and, and let it go right through his hands and. And and it led to that that field goal to put him three nothing, gave him a little little lead there. But uh, otherwise, yeah, it, it was he was making some ugly throws. So John, you alluded to it, but all of a sudden the the one seed is is a little bit up for grabs in the NFC after the Saints uh, beat up on 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 the Eagles. Gardner Minshew bad game. Um, they only scored 10 points. The Saints defense, the Saints defense has played better in the second half of the season, but you, we, we didn't expect them to go on the road and win in Philly. So now Philly Giants, instead of being must win for the Giants, is really must win. It's must win for Philly. Um, so, John, am I right in saying that the Giants are kind of are locked in, correct? No yeah. matter what happens in this game, so they're only they're only looking to play spoiler. I remember another year 
where the Giants were only looking to play spoiler in the last week of the season in a game that didn't matter to them. And that was against the Patriots in the perfect season, the Patriots. And they went for it and they almost won the game. Kind of the confidence that they built during that game probably propelled them, helped propel them to the Super Bowl. Senior, John. I go senior. We haven't heard from senior. Did, you, did we really have to talk about that? Yeah, <laughs> it's a, well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's so far into the it's past. A, it's like it's a, it's a similar situation. It's a similar mm-hmm. situation. Okay. So I think I think I I think the Giants follow that same blueprint. And they're going 110 percent, especially because it's the Eagles. Um, I think they'd like <laughs> they'd like they'd like nothing more than to than to knock the Eagles out of that out of that first round by right. Because if the if they if the Giants win, it's almost certainly the Niners who are going who are going to be the number one seed. Um, so senior, what do you what do you think here? Do you think the Giants Giants get it done and beat and beat them, or you think Philly finally puts it together? Or a, a loss here for Philly, and they go from like prohibitive favorite to this team that's only a little bit in disarray going into the playoffs, right? Yeah, a big, a big question is Will Hurts play? I mean, do they feel that they do they feel like they can beat the Giants with Minshew? It's his throwing shoulder, you know, and uh, it's a hard decision because if if you got a fear that, I mean, if you get if you get Hurts hurt. My God, it's a, it's a tongue twister. Is it really worth it for the number one seed? What if it comes down to what's more important to you, getting the number one seed or making sure you keep Hurts healthy? That's a pretty tough decision. I got a feeling it's going to be Minshew, and I think I and uh, no no offense to you, G Man John, but they. You know, is how much motivation are they really going to have? Do they, does, does knocking the Eagles down really mean that much to them? Or, you know, Brian Dayball's a smart guy. Will he play his starters for a half and then rest people? Because they really have, the Giants really have nothing to gain by winning. So I think the Eagles can't help but be the more motivated team. And I think the Eagles are going to win. All right. What do you think, John? Ah, the inside sources say there's going to be a lot of uh, uh, guys going to be inactive, and, and uh, Bar- we're not going to see Barkley. Uh, we probably will see Tyrod Taylor. So uh, they're tanking the game. You think it, they're going to well, tank? Well, hey, let's not call it a, a tank. Is when you're you're a loser team uh, playing for a better draft position. This is not tanking. This is preserve the guys so we have a, a chance to win and advance in the playoffs. That's what a winning team does. That's so, more so they're going to go with um, the, with the Titan strategy. From not a team. tank job. Hey, well, listen, you brought up the Patriot game. I'm not going to rub it in uh, you know, with you guys on that. But the, the last time the Giants were in the playoffs, actually, there was a similar situation. They had the wild card sewed up, and uh, they did play hard, and they knocked out the uh, the commanders. They weren't the commanders. They were known as something else at the time. But uh, anyway, they had nothing to play for, and they, they knocked out a, a Kirk Cousins led uh washington uh, team uh, and then the next week versus green bay they pulled a rock and uh, played a, a stinker of a game uh, that we don't need to talk about the last giant football game and uh, yeah they got eliminated so so you know that was the case where they played hard and it didn't really you know spur any momentum it didn't work on, on that one so uh, and i especially think in this case you know a lot of guys you know banged up their you know the, their chances of winning will be you know riding on keep barkley and jones uh, health health so 
it, it doesn't look at and, and even at full strength, uh, the Eagles uh, really put it on them uh, on, on that first game. So it, it would be a tough spot to to, to win the, the game anyway. But um, it's a meaningless game. Uh, they, they can't move up. They can't move down. And uh, they, they're just going to sit back and watch the 49ers uh, win and uh, gear up for that, that first round game versus uh, the Vikings. All right, John. Well, you have the um, your fingers on the pulse. So if they're not playing their guys, it's an it's an Eagles win. It's got to be right. So <laughs> we're most likely looking at at an Eagles victory there. So next game I want to talk about is the battle for the AFC South. Tennessee at seven and nine. They were seven and two, right, John? <laughs> yeah, that seven-game losing streak, Throwing heading to here. heading to Jacksonville. Um, with with even with the seven-game losing streak, this is a win 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 and get in, lose and go home game. Um, it looks like Tennessee will start Joshua Dobbs, who, um, in a loss to the Cowboys, showed that he can pass the ball a little bit which is more than Willis at this point. And I know Willis could develop into a, a good quarterback, but he can't throw at this point at the NFL level. So Dobbs, I do, I do think, gives them the best chance to win. As we all know, Henry has had some monster games against Jacksonville in the past. With all that said, the Jags are coming in, are coming in white hot, playing some of the best football in the NFL. Um, they, they, crushed the Texans last week 31 to 3 which which I mean on paper does isn't super impressive but the Texans do tend to play everybody tough and they had beaten the Jaguars nine times in a row so I thought it was about as impressive a win as you can get against the two and two and 13 team it was on the road um real tough for me to not see this as a Jaguars victory I think like I think for Tennessee, their path to victory, right, is 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 the huge game from Henry. And it's a real narrow path. And I mean, frankly, it hasn't happened a lot this year, right? I'm not going to say he's lost a step, but I think he's maybe lost an eighth of a step, which is um, which may be enough where he if he's just not like far and away the best player on that field. Right. And wins them the game himself. They're in big trouble there, especially with their their funnel pass defense, pass funnel defense, the way Lawrence is playing. I kind of like the Jaguars pretty big here. What do you think, Senior? Well, they have, they do have all the momentum. I mean, and you're right, Henry does have a history against them. He, he could have a big game. You would think they're going to stack the box and force Dobbs to try to beat him if they can, you know, if they can stop Henry even by stacking the box. But I I see the Jags offense getting a lot done against against the Tennessee D. That Jags offense is hot. You can definitely pass on Tennessee and he's probably as hot. he's probably the hottest quarterback not named Vanilla Vic in the NFL right now. So, so Lawrence is on fire and ETN's been running the ball well, so it's not like they can ignore the run. Yeah, I see the Jags riding the momentum and winning. What do you think, John? Clean sweep? Uh, well, the Titans, uh, uh, we misspoke. It was, uh, it's only six in a row and that's not seven in a row. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not, not, <laughs> not that it makes any better, but, uh, on the Thursday night game, Dobbs, uh, looked, it looked decent and, and they gave Dallas a, a good game for about a uh, two and a half quarters there. So 
it, you know me with the Titans, but I, I can't do it. But I, but I will think it'll, it'll be a close. I think it'll be a close game because, uh, you know, they have the extra rest. Uh, and and really, they didn't really really play a lot of their, their big guys. They got guys coming back in their secondary, which which isn't that good. And Henry will be on a two week rest. And 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 the Jags, uh, you know, you know, on the short week, the Jags play a Sunday and, and got to come back Saturday. So. They they got the extra rest and plus their experience. I th- I think they're gonna make it a tight game, but uh, I'm gonna go with the clean sweep. And uh, the the Jags are playing too good. I I like how they they came out and and whooped on the uh, Texans, even though the game well it wasn't totally meaningless because the Jazz the Jazz can still slip in as a wild card if they uh, even if they lose and uh, you know about six other teams lose they they could still slip in. So they they had something to play for last week, but uh, but I like how they they took the game serious and they whipped on the the Texans. So. Yeah, the, the, I'm gonna, the I'm gonna Jags. with them, but close, uh, close, a so game. The um, I mean, the the Jags are really in trouble if they lose. So they would need the Patriots, Dolphins, and Pittsburgh to all lose. Yep. That's yep. the only way they could get in with yeah. a loss. So, yeah, especially playing on Thursday night where you don't know what's happened, you got you have to just take care of business in Saturday, this game. Yeah. Uh-huh. You yeah. have to. And if they were in the NFC, I might say that. I mean, they they. Have just as good a chance as anybody to make the Super Bowl. The AFC's tough, right? Because even yeah, the big three as is, that yeah. as that yeah. as that division winner, right? You're looking at you're looking at a first round game against the Chargers, right? And then you know, depending on what happens in the six seven games, you know, either you know, Cincy, Buffalo, or KC, most likely in yeah, the big three in the second. So it's a it's it's a tall order to have to beat two of those three teams, but they're playing great. Like they could knock off one of them if they get in. All right. So next up, guys. Oh. Patriots at Bills. So the Patriots must win against Miami. And senior watching that game, my it was all Miami. I didn't feel good at all. At all, at all. And the whole game just turned on one play, right? So Bridgewater, the Miami's up. Bridgewater throws the pick six and gets injured on the same play. And the Patriots kind of just took over, took over from there, right? Um, not, not an overwhelmingly impressive victory, but a victory that they needed to get. And they got their deep. The, the Patriots defense is, is very much for real. And, it's a, it's it's one of those teams, really strong defense and just a really bad offense, unfortunately. Um, very very tall order this week going to Buffalo. Um, the Bills obviously, from a playoff perspective, have something to play for, and you have to think that from an intangible perspective, they have they have a lot to play for this week as well. I, I as much as I as much as I would love to see the Patriots in the playoffs, I really have trouble seeing anything in this game other than a Buffalo blowout. I think the Bills are going to blow them out, and the bill the Bills have blown them out the last two times they played them. It seems like as good as the Patriots defense is, the Bills offense seems to kind of have them figured out, and we can't stop them at all. And our offense isn't good enough to keep pace. So that that's how I see it. Of course, I hope I'm wrong, but the realist in me and the the analyst in me likes Bills by comfortable double digits, fourteen ish. What do you think, senior? 
Well, you know, the, the, the Patriots formula for victory like it was last week is not only the defense plays great and shuts down the other team, the Patriots defense has been scoring touchdowns. It's been like a weekly thing, right? We get a touchdown every week from from the defense. They, they, they help the offense out a lot. They score some points, too. They create turnovers. And that, that would be the only path to victory. And as great as the Buffalo offense is, Josh has thrown his share of interceptions this year. Maybe we can come up with a magical pick six or two. I mean, that's that's how you can see it happening. That's that's the possibility. The defense has to really rise up and win. All that being said, with the amount of emotion there's going to be in that stadium in Buffalo, and I'm not saying the Bills before this were the darlings of the country, but the country hates the Patriots <laughs> besides us. And every it's kind of an everybody's a Bills fan kind of thing going on right now. So, I mean, the, the Pats have a lot stacked up against them. That would be the path to victory. But, I mean, if you held a gun to my head and asked me who I have to pick to win, I would say the Bills pretty comfortably. I'd be surprised if the Pats keep it close. If they can somehow keep it close, they might get that magical turnover and win. But that's the only hope. And it's not a big one, but I will be watching. I never give up on my guys, and I, I hope they somehow pull it off. But that's, that's hope. So, John, I guess the only thing I didn't, I didn't mention, right, is that if Kansas City wins on Thursday, the Bills aren't playing for a ton, right? They're playing for the two versus the versus the one they they no longer are Roger. they would no longer yep yeah i don't want to correct you but there's today's Saturday. friday <laughs> yeah. thursday was yesterday oh yep i'm, I'm sorry i'm just I'm, on thursday it'd be real yeah I'm, I'm used to the euro i'm not used to the saturday games i'm sorry thank you okay. thank you senior no nah. problem no, nah, and also, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we could talk about for, uh, you know, hours and hours, but we're not going to with the, uh, you know, with the coin flip, uh, whether or not it's going to be the number one and all that. So, uh, you know, what they decided with the, uh, with as far as the home advantage goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Buffalo, there's not a scenario Buffalo where Buffalo is not going to come out and try to win the game. Yeah, right? yeah. I mean, they're, no, they're no because if they if they lose, they, then they would they would lose the the home. But but if they win, yeah. you know, they'll they'll go to the coin flip. Right. So if it's them in, like if it's them yeah. in KC in the conference finals, it would be a neutral yeah. field. No, they have a lot to yeah, they have a lot to play for. They have a lot to play for, and they're going and they're going to play. And yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the clean sleep, but uh. I, I I look for for Bill to, to to motivate the troops and keep it close. And also, I, I like how the in, in that last quarter after the uh, you know they got the they got the lead on Miami. It was only 16-14, and uh, they chewed up most of the. Uh, they had a nice drive there where they chewed up uh, you know pretty much more than half of the fourth quarter. And the, and they got the they got in the end zone. I think it was like an eighty-nine yard drive uh, that that Mac led, and they got at the end zone to put the game away. So you know you guys didn't have to sweat it out. They got it and. Nick hit the extra point to make it nine because that was a huge extra there point. Oh, that was big. For make it to eight thanks, to nine. So thanks, uh, Nick. We, yeah, we really so, needed that extra point. Then. <laughs> I could have used it the week before. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> but, but yeah, I look for the but Buffalo. Yeah, with the motivation, all that's it. It's it, it, it's a tough task. Uh, it's a tough task for your boys. Uh, 
tough spot. But that that's why you put yourself in. You, you got to if you bank the games earlier, you know, maybe a little lateral went a different way. You would have had a, that extra win. You wouldn't have to wouldn't have to resort to this last game. Yep. And uh, then even with the loss. The Patriots' path is a little easier than Jacksonville's. It's at least plausible. Um, Miami lost to the Jets. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh lost to the Browns, and then the Jacksonville Jacksonville win. So, um, just why do we go down down the list here? We'll talk about the other team that that was um, that was impacted um, by the with the canceled game. Um, Ravens at Bengals. The Ravens. Doing, I mean, this is this is me talking. Um, you guys might have a different different take on it, but I know I know they they won the game the previous week, but it's looking like like another like bit of an El Foldo end of the year for the Ravens, which is you know kind of two years in a row where they they're like big time limping into limping into the postseason, the Steelers in the hated rivalry game. They could have knocked the Steelers out of the playoffs and instead get outscored 10-0 in the fourth quarter. Kenny Pickett with his second consecutive game winning drive in the fourth quarter, showing some showing some moxie. And they go to Cincinnati where it, this similar, similar, frankly, to Bills, Patriots, and Jaguars, Titans. To me, the Bengals are not a good matchup for them, especially right now. The Ravens, the Ravens' pass defense leaves a lot to be desired, and the Bengals are really, really clicking on all cylinders with their passing game. Um, I know I said this the first time they played this year, but the the Bengals like really lit them up last year when they played them, but they didn't do do it in the first game this year. But they're playing a lot better now, and they need to win the game, obviously. So it's re- and Lamar Jackson's not going to play. So to me, this is a this should be a walkover victory for the Bengals. I know the Ravens' defense has been playing better, but the specific their specific weakness I think matches up poorly with the uh, with the Bengals' strength. What do you think, John? Yeah, I, I echo a lot of your sentiments, and uh, yeah, pl- plus the first game Lamar played and uh, when they beat him, but but also it's coming down that uh, it may not even be Huntley, maybe uh, Carmelo Anthony uh, Anthony Brown over there. So uh, wow. But uh, yeah, that defense uh, carried him and, and held him in the game for three quarters, but eventually broke and, and couldn't do it. So yeah, I, I see an easy win for the Bengals, who, who are really clicking. They got they're getting healthy at the at the right time. And prior to the prior to the the, the terrible situation, they did they they had looked pretty much oh. unstoppable through that yeah. first quarter against a very very good Buffalo defense. So they're they're right there for me, right there with, I mean, I honestly, like for me, those three AFC teams have to be the Super Bowl favorites. Yeah, one, two, they and have three, to sure. be one, two, and three, whatever order you put them in. Yeah. Um, I think they're, you know, at worst, even if the Eagles, right, maybe the Niners, if the, the Niners are playing real well, right, so... I guess you could put yeah. them in there, but it's it's these are they're three pe- peaking at the right time. Uh, they, they all they all they all kind of went through a rough rough stretch earlier, but they're peaking at the at, at the perfect time. Exactly. Senior clean sweep on the Bengals. Yeah, it's not even worth discussing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I mean, I know the 
you know, the, the, we say the Ravens defense kept them in the game for three quarters last week and stuff, but it's a little different offense they're going against than the Steelers offense. So, yeah. yeah and I the way the Steelers ran on them has to be a little concerning oh, for the Ravens, I, too, I because the, the Steelers don't really run on anybody. And, you know, the, the commentary you heard from people after that game was, ah, what a garbage game. The, these two teams, it was boring. Nah, I enjoyed great. the game. It was a yeah, good physical game. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, it was it was a fun game. And Just because it wasn't a shootout doesn't make yeah, it a boring yeah, game. No, it was a different, it was a different uh, kind of game, and it was fun. It was a war. And, I, I mean, I'll give the Steelers credit. You know, they rose to the occasion at the end of the game, and, as you talked about, they're running. Najee Harris was really running hard. He he looks like a different guy than he did at the beginning of the season. But that being said, stopping that offense from scoring a lot of points in the Bengals is really a whole different ball game. I, too, too I don't see the Ravens hanging with the Bengals at all. Agreed. Great. Any Next. game that's any game that's a one score game in the fourth quarter is uh, is my kind of game because you know the touchdowns and the scores mean mean more. You know, it doesn't mean as much when it's forty five, forty two. Like I mean, like, Pickett like did it. Pickett, Pickett did it two games. weeks in a row. Yeah. Low scoring games that he he got the final touchdown when they needed it. Yeah, he's he's got he's got the intangibles. I think I think that. Well, and I think he's he's, he's got a good arm. Yeah, he's just working, yeah. you know. I mean, I I think he's. I mean, I yeah. as far like when you look at some of these other guys, you know, Zach Wilson and even Mac. Like, I mean, it looks like the it looks like the Steelers, the Steelers hit on Pickett, right? I think at worst mm-hmm. it's like a Chad Pennington type for the next, you know, six seven years. I think he's, you know, and has a chance to be better than that. That that winning touchdown, the way you know, rolling to the left and and, and getting off that kind of pass great, to, great with, the, with his right hand, yeah, that yeah, was impressive. All right, so let's talk about that. We could talk about them next. Um, Browns at Steelers. The Browns coming off a, a nice a nice victory where they dashed the Commanders' playoff hopes, twenty four ten in Washington. Uh, Watson, while still not back to his. Uh, you know, his potential MVP level self did play better. He looked he looked better with both his legs and his arm, um, hit some big plays. Um, the Browns are not a bad are not a terrible team. When they're one one game that they gave away early in the season away from being right there with these other teams vying for the playoffs at Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh coming in hot. Um, all. <laughs> All the um, all the kind of intangible stuff is on the Steelers' side, right? They're at home. They're on a winning streak. Mike Tomlin's never gone under 500, and he needs to win this game to go over 500. They have a way of sneaking into the playoffs, <laughs> and um, a win here gives them a really, really good chance to sneak into the playoffs. Um, senior, how do you see this game playing out, and who do you like? Yeah, I see it as, uh, you know, the Browns like to run the ball, low-scoring, physical game, similar to the to the Ravens game last week with the Steelers. But I think the Steelers have the momentum. They have more to play for. They're home. Everything you just said. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take the Steelers in like a, yes, I'll say 17-14 Steelers. Close, fun physical kind of fun game to watch and you know they could make a profit out of john damato and 
finish with a better record than the Patriots. Okay, I said it. <laughs> <laughs> John. I'm not touching the money yet, but uh, yes, uh, I wonder what I, I forgot what week I made that prediction. Uh, sorry, guys, I, I won't, I won't <laughs> believe it at that point. <laughs> you're, you're you're a master prognosticator, John. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank thank you for gracing us with your presence on the show. We appreciate it. Uh, thanks for ignoring the other 99 that didn't get uh, yeah. But but as far as this game goes, ah, that, that's a dangerous opponent because uh, the Browns have kind of had their their number. You know, Stefanski had a good record. Uh, uh, versus the, the Steelers, and, uh, and they can be playing hard. And there's always one of these games where the uh, the team that's playing for nothing uh, is, is going to knock out the team that that still got stakes in the game. Uh, I don't think it's going to be this one though. I, th- I think the Steelers going to pull it out. And uh, and uh, well, I won't give up the uh, the the predictions coming later, but uh, that's going to get them in. Uh, the other games are going to go their way, and they're going to they're going to get in uh, on on a tight one. Yeah, I agree with you, John, on on both counts. Yes, the bush. <laughs> the um i mean it's just it's tough not to like the steelers in this game i and it's it's a weird thing because the browns are probably you know player for player a more talented team but they have you know they have stuff going on Clowney, Clowney yeah. said you know said he wasn't coming back most likely so they asked him to leave so he's not playing um you know watson not maybe not exactly the kind of leader that you know, the team's going to really rally behind in a, in a meaningless game. Um, so if the game had meaning, I would probably pick the Browns to win. Cause I do, I do like, I do like that team, but it's Tomlin in Pittsburgh playoffs, potentially on the line. They won't know during the game. <laughs> um, got to go, got to go with the Steelers here. So clean sweep, like senior said, we could be mushing them, but, Maybe not. Uh, yeah, and John, you just alluded to the next game. Yeah, we'll like talk even if they, about. even if like uh like the Dolphins are had like thirty nothing on the Jets, I, I still say that you know the Steelers will still play hard to get that you know that time on that winning record. Oh, I think so. I mean they're not gonna like pack it in and in at the yeah. end of the game, right? So I got I so let's talk about that game. Jets at Dolphins. Um, so Dolphins are in with a win. And a Patriots loss, and that's it, right? Win and a Patriots loss, and the Dolphins yep. are in. Lose, and the Dolphins are out. They cannot, they cannot get in with a loss. Is the way I understand it. So that's their only path. It's, you know, I bet if you told them at the beginning of the season that to get to the playoffs, you're just going to need the Pats to lose in Buffalo, and you have to beat Joe Flacco at home. I bet they would say they would take that, but the way this team is playing um, and real specifically the fact that it looks like it's going to be Skylar Thompson at quarterback um, as downtrodden and as, you know, probably upset with themselves as the Jets are right. The Jets, you know, very disappointing last few weeks here to, you know, go I mean, they they control their own destiny for the playoffs and right, and just keep losing. Um, obviously, the quarterback stuff. With all with all of that, I think just from a talent perspective, right, and just from a pride perspective, that the Jets do do have a good defense. And Skylar Thompson is not really an NFL quarterback yet, so he can't really take advantage of those 
phenomenal weapons that the Dolphins have. The Dolphins do not have a good defense, and Flacco is at least serviceable, and that running game is serviceable. So even though they got spanked by the Seahawks last week, I like that I like the Jets to to play spoiler and win this game and in the process catapult the Steelers to the playoffs. Yeah, I think the uh, the Jets are going to play spoiler and uh, upset. Uh, it's, uh, two teams going on a, on a five game uh, five game losing streak, and uh, the, the Jets will pull one out uh, here. Uh, you give Flacco a little time; he can still throw it, even though he's a statue. Uh, he, can, he can still make a couple plays as as opposed to Skyler. So we'll go with the Jets to spoil it and get the Steelers in there. All much right, to the senior. Chagrin, much to the chagrin of senior. I think. Uh... The Jets are back to being the Jets again, and they have nothing to play for. And Flacco sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And and somehow McDaniel schemes some way that Skyler gets the ball into the two playmakers' hands enough that the Dolphins score some points. And the Dolphins, who have motivation, win win this game and beat the, have the lowly Jets end the season, lowly as usual, and uh, maybe squeeze into the playoffs if the Pats happen to not beat the Bills. All right. And then, so, so we have uh, myself and I, I don't know exactly when it cut off. I apologize to the listeners. The internet went out at my house, like in the middle of me talking. But I also I picked the Jets along with John. So myself and John have the Jets. Senior has he's on Skyler Thompson Island, which is not a great place to be. But we shall see what happens, because the other, if, if it would have gone the other way, someone may have been on Joe Flacco Island. Also not a great place to be. <laughs> All right. Next up. So as far as meaningful games, there's really, unless I'm missing something here, right? We really only have two more. Yeah, the NFC situation, the NFC situation. We have Rams at Seattle. So in the NFC, we have Seattle, Green Bay, and the Lions all at eight and eight. Um, The Seahawks are currently in the seventh seed, but do not control their own destiny. So the Packers are in with a win. The Lions are in with a Seahawks loss and a win. The Seahawks are in with a win and a Packers loss. So before we talk about the what our predictions are, John, how do you justify what the NFL did to the poor, to the to the poor Seahawks here with this scheduling? Yeah. Right? So we just talked about the AFC, right? So you have you have a similar situation where you have Dolphins Steelers and Patriots all kind of dependent, right? Like, like the Dolphins and Steelers are both dependent on the Patriots game, right? So how in, in this case, right, the Lions could so that the, they flexed the Packers game to Sunday night. So it's going to be played after the Seahawks Rams game. And if the Seahawks win, the Lions are now not playing for anything. Yeah. And it feels like it feels like it's like a like is it like a little bit of a crooked thing to try to give 
Rodgers as much of an advantage as possible and give the Packers as much of an advantage as possible because they're a bigger draw. Because that's what it feels like to me. I don't have any other explanation because there's other games that you could have flexed in here where that wouldn't have been the case and they're still meaningful, right? Well, you could have, you know, Giants Eagles, right? As as an example. No, see, they usually they do a good job of uh, keeping it where it's isolated, where it's where it's only between those two teams. uh, Titans, 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 Jags. That would have made sense. But you nailed it. It's the it's the Rogers thing because you know to make it fair, like they have like Cowboys and Eagles fighting for the division. They haven't played at the same time. And as you mentioned, uh, Steelers, Dolphins, and uh, and um, New England all playing at the same time. So this this was uh, yeah this is a disservice to uh, to the to the to Seattle because uh, you know if they win if they take care of business then. You know the Lions will be playing for nothing, so it was definitely. But it uh, would have been it would have been even fair to do it the other way, right? To to have Seattle and the Rams be the. Uh, no, they didn't want that because if Green Bay wins, then a, then Seattle's done. Yeah, Seattle, they, they they don't want a meaningless. They definitely it, don't want but, a meaningless game. Yeah, they can't do that. So. It really should have been Titans Jags, and and they but they want the sexier uh, play with the Rodgers. So that's 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 what it is. It gives Rodgers an advantage. I mean, so, I mean, Senior, not not the biggest Aaron Rodgers fan in the world, has not enjoyed this um, this Packers resurgence. This is a gift. Because the Seahawks are probably going to beat the Rams, right? I mean, the Rams are not very good. I, I foolishly predicted them to win last week, and they played horrible back to... <laughs> Back to reality after that after that big performance against Let's Ride on uh, on Christmas Day, uh, the Seahawks are most likely going to beat the Rams at home, and now you're putting the Lions in a position where they're all they're playing for is to play spoiler, which is different than playing. I mean, and I guess if they wanted had to spoil anyone, it would be they'd be happy to spoil the Packers, but it's different. Big advantage for the Packers doing it this way, right, senior? Yeah, but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that if there's if there's anybody who could motivate his team to be up, I mean, just to play spoiler if that happens and be pissed off and maybe even maybe even put this same storyline right out there to his team that look at they're trying to give this guy a gift. It's Dan Campbell. And this this is my predict, prediction for that game. I've had the feeling, I've had the feeling all week long. The Lions beat the Packers. The Lions wow. find some of that old mojo that they had. They had a little speed bump, but that team can score points. And I'm still not that impressed with the Packers defense. And the Lions beat the Packers. And the storyline at the end of the game is Jared Goff outplays Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Jared Goff has had a real nice year, and what a better way to punctuate it than to outplay Aaron Rodgers. That's it. That's the storyline. Roar! Lions win. <laughs> Senior, so like, let's, let's get your pick for Ram Seahawks at the same time. That'll tell us who. Yeah, I mean, it's hard not to pick the Seahawks. I hope I'm wrong. I'd love to see the Rams beat them and have the Lions really be motivated. If the Lions are playing for the division, I up the ante on that pick even more. I think they bury him. 
<laughs> but, but it, I don't give a shit where it is. But if, but it, and I'm telling you, these, these guys aren't that good. They've been on this freaking ride, and it's. I think the Lions, for most of the year, were a better team, and it's going to come out. It's going to come out that night. But if the if the Rams would beat the Seahawks, I would say no doubt about that pick. That that would be the lock of the week. But. I got a feeling. The I, I mean, you were you weren't impressed way. at all with the with the Green Bay just destroying the Vikings. The Vikings. It was it was one of those Vikings games, you know, where they just completely laid an egg like they did against the Cowboys, you know. Just right, and they the, did for the first those, half against the Lions, Saturday. The Lions have had games. I mean, the Vikings are capable of having a game like that because their defense is so bad, you know, and. We've been saying it all year. As good as their record is, you don't really see them as a threat in the playoffs. To you know, you don't see them as a Super Bowl contender, even with that record, not with that defense. And they are capable of laying eggs as they had done earlier in the season. And it was just one of those games. Senior, I, I, I think we might have a little. I, I I feel like I know you pretty well, and I think John knows you pretty well too. One, if if you, if you could choose, right, with your you have a you have your your senior magic powers, and you can you can stop one of these two teams from making the playoffs. Packers, Packers or Steelers? I think I, I think it's Packers. I think it's Packers. I think you guys. I think the Steelers are in in that case. Yeah, really. As much as I despise the Steelers, every time I hear that, every time I watch an interview with. With Rogers, and it's the only guy he talks to is Pat McAfee, right? It's like it's his uh, special interview guy. I, I I'm ready to puke every time I hear him talk. <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand the guy. He's he's got to be one of the most unlikable guys in, in professional sports. That that's had such an excellent career as a player, but he is a total douchebag. And yeah, I wish the worst on him. So so that's. The Steelers in, Packers out. If Senior has the uh, Senior has the magic wand. All right, John. I only have one wish. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, all right, John. How do you see it? How, how do you see? Like, we'll make this a joint pick, right? Yeah, both no, both games, it. and then what's the what's the result? Now, every every year, there's always a there's always a, a surprise team that's playing for nothing that that knocks out the uh, the team that's playing for something. I think this year it's gonna be the Rams. Uh, Seattle hasn't been impressive, but the last time uh, they needed a, a, a hot Geno in, in the fourth quarter just to pull out the Rams, and uh, and and that was the only game they won before last week where they played a you know a downtrodden Jets who White shouldn't have been out there. Uh, Mike White with you know in a flak jack with it was very limited and, and ribs really wasn't competitive uh, Jets. So those are really the only games they won. So I think the Rams are going to take Seattle, and it's gonna it's gonna make the game uh, winning in for for the Lions, but it's it, it's not gonna happen. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna have to play the weatherman, and uh, it's gonna be about in the 20s. And uh, golf uh, outdoors, uh, uh, dicey proposition. Uh, gonna have to go with the Packers. They've been running the ball real well, and uh, and, and that game from a couple weeks ago where Carolina rolled to like 600 yards on, on Detroit is is still stuck in my mind. And uh, and Green Bay's been running the ball well. I think they're gonna do the the same, and it's it's not gonna be a, a too competitive. So unfortunately, Green Bay, Detroit's gonna get the chance, but they're not gonna be able to pull it through uh, this year. But but I big things for Detroit in the years coming. Uh, they got the Rams first round draft pick, uh, and the uh, arrows pointing up for them uh, in the future, but but not this year. Sorry, senior, but we we got to be stuck with one more year of uh, relax and uh, Mr. Aaron Rodgers. 
And you know, you know, it's real interesting about that whole thing. The Rams got their Super Bowl, right? But who would have thought we'd be saying right now, if going forward now, if all things being equal, you could take either one of those quarterbacks for your oh. team and no, you I said it. golf. And oh, it's I a said no, it before, and it's yeah. a no brainer. It's yeah, a no, said it's it. literally a no brainer. Yeah, I said that a few weeks ago. Golf is uh, is better than Stafford. Uh, just, yeah, I mean, right golf's right a lot young. Golf's a lot. Age yeah. has a lot to do with that. Yeah, but he's See? had a he has had a nice year. I mean, he's yeah. he's no, surprised like a lot of people. He's resurrected his career, you know. But as far as well, as far as the trade goes, it's been very good. As far as the trade goes, when you win the Lombardi, uh, all bets are off. That's worth it. Yeah, it's yeah. worth it. They got your Super Bowl. You you traded away your your whole future, but you got your Super Bowl. Oh, you were saying Goff versus Stafford, not Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. oh, no, no, Goff no. versus Stafford. Okay, I thought you were. Okay, oh, yes, no. no. I wasn't saying yeah, agree. I think I, me and John talked about this last week, and I think it's a hundred percent true that if the Rams could find a taker for Stafford, they'd be perfectly content with going going into next year with Baker as their quarterback, that there, there's not a huge difference there at this yeah, point. Stuck with the contract. Oh yeah. Forget about it. Yeah. All right. So my turn, my turn to pick. Um, I do like to see how I, I see the rationale from your pick, John. Um, the, 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 the Baker Rams have been hot and cold. And if they come if they come out hot, that Seahawks defense is definitely burnable. Um, Twelfth man in Seattle's no joke. They showed up last week. The Seahawks played. I know the Jets downtrodden, broken ribs quarterback, but the Seahawks put it to them. And a lot of people, I think, a lot of people like the Jets to win that game, and the Seahawks just thumped them from the uh, from the opening kickoff. So I thought that was a nice get right performance for them um, in Seattle. I'm going to go with Seattle, and then in the nightcap, I'm really torn. I'm really torn on this game because I do think the Lions are a better team <laughs> than the Packers. The Packers are pl- are playing well. I agree a bit with Senior on the Vikings that the Vikings just kind of played horrible like they do sometimes. Um, the Packers are in a nice winning streak. It, it feels like the Steelers, like they're going to be the team to get in. But just watching them all year, I, I don't... <laughs> I just don't I don't like them as a as a team as an offense. I think it's been a lot of smoke and mirrors. I think the Lions run defense outside of obviously that Carolina <laughs> the the Carolina performance that was uh that put them in this position where they have to um where they have to have to beat the Packers to even have a chance to get in. Um even with them playing for nothing, I do think Campbell two things. Campbell's the kind of guy that they're going to be fired up playing, even playing for nothing, especially against the Packers. And let's be honest about it. A, a, a last game of the season chance to knock out the Packers is about as important as it's gotten for the Lions in the last decade. Oh, yeah. right? Even without a chance to make the playoffs, it's a huge game for them. So I'm going to go with senior and pick the upset Lions over Packers, Seahawks and Geno. The Geno Cinderella story over overshoots the the Rodgers backing into the playoffs. <laughs> and, and it might After, even it might even be a blessing for uh, for Seattle, Detroit, like with nothing to play for, playing fast and loose, uh, you know, no pressure at all. 
Campbell will be pulling out some, uh, you know, flea flickers, fake field goals. There'll, there'll really be no pressure, so it, it might even work out for them like that. But, and I know it's the Bears. Yeah. I know it's the Bears, but they played. I mean, the sea, the, the the Lions killed them in Chicago last week, so that was a nice bounce back performance after the after the atrocious performance by their defense against Carolina. I know that Justin Fields ran for a hundred yards in the first quarter, but he didn't do a whole lot after that. So. Mm-hmm. Packers' path to victory is getting that running game going. They're not an offense right now that can just drop back the whole game and, and expect to win a shootout with the Lions. So, and that that's how they've been winning. It's slowing the game down and you know winning the game twenty to ten or something. But I just have a feeling, like senior, that the Lions are going to get it done. Um, All right. So, Cardinals Forty ers does have playoff implications. I'll probably speak to all of us when I say 49ers in a total route, regardless of. (laughs) Right. That's a, the the Cardinals are are a done team. Who's who's quarterbacking for the uh, Cardinals? Blau. Oh, okay. And I know I've seen your nickname for him before, John, but we, this is a, yeah, not this week. This, yeah. a, uh, this is a PG-13 podcast, so we'll do it to ourselves. I think, I think it's pronounced blow, yes. <laughs> and, um, and then um, Vikings, Bears, Vikings, Bears, there's no implications in that game, right? The Vikings are locked in. Well, only if the, yeah, if the Niners lose, uh, the Vikings could still move up to that two seed and they could avoid the Giants. All right. I mean, that's not, it's yeah. not even worth talking about. So exactly. All right. And then the one other thing that we, it does, that we didn't talk about, but we should is finally Carolina at Tampa Bay. Oh. Finally. Right. If you would have told me going into that game, that Carolina <laughs> scored 24 points, I would say they won by 10. Right. <laughs> and finally, Brady and Brady and Mike Evans. That's right. You wrote We've been waiting for it all season. He, 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 they he finally right connect. Brady, when when it mattered, to his credit, I mean, and he's been coming through when it mattered all year. When it mattered, those two guys put the team on their back and had huge monster games to get them the victory, clinch that division, and set them up for what we've what we've been calling for. All season, which is a first round home game against Mike McCarthy and the Dallas Cowboys and all the playoff baggage <laughs> with the Cowboys. I'm calling my shot a week early, John. Bucks win that game. Brady's back. I don't know if they go further than that, but the, the pixie dust is around for one more game. Brady's not going to let that Cowboys team beat him. I, th- I think Mike Evans might have listened to to your analysis last week. Uh, you you had written him off, but uh, he he ain't right. Well, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. uh, I watched like... every second of every game. The guy they they looked horrible, and then yeah. there it was. Right when it when it mattered most, they were right there. Right, right, senior. Yeah, that was sweet. It would be it would be really sweet to see Tom beat the Cowboys. No doubt about it. <laughs> You know, I mean, it's a worst case. It's a worst case for the Cowboys, right? Like, I mean, like that's a bad division. But of all the guys, of all of all the guys, you don't want to play with the with the playoff. With the playoff 
stuff that they have and then and then the Tampa the T- Tampa matches up good to them because Tampa's got a good run defense so it's base base I mean it's and Tom gets the ball out so quick that the pass rush doesn't really matter that much you know yeah, it does some that's that would be the one concern right is that they'd have to they'd have to block them a little bit at least <laughs> you know what I mean they'd have to keep the Parsons and the boys a little mm-hmm. bit at bay that's the yeah I mean the they do it like I mean the Cowboys have he gets the ball out quicker than anyone in the NFL because I mean the offensive line's not any good. But he'll be back to throwing those little short passes and getting it up. Mm-hmm. You know he's not going to have. You need a little time to hit those home runs he hit to Evans. So that's that's the little bit of a scary part. But yeah, I would I would I would like their chances. Obviously, mm-hmm. I think that I think that the Stephen A would would have was going to have a ball with that one. If they, oh boy! Well, hopefully we talk about that more next week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean the only way that doesn't happen, right? If Philly, win, yeah. if Philly loses, yeah. then then the seedings are different. It could be, could be. I, I don't think anybody really wants to go. To, really, really wants to go to Tampa. Nah. It's a tough. That's a tough, tough game for for an eight and eight team. Yeah, All right, scary. guys. So gonna be an gonna be. Uh, interesting week with all these playoff with all these playoff scenarios looking forward to getting the playoffs started and you know usually we do like our little oh this is the north south connection listen to our other stuff but for this show what i i think i'm just going to reiterate what i said at the beginning that we're just so we're just so thrilled that demar hamlin is is, is doing better and we avoid so appear to have avoided the worst case scenarios there and so God bless, and just just very 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 good news in what was a very scary situation. So number three, baby, number three. For John and for Senior, we appreciate you listening. Appreciate the analysis. It is secondary, but we appreciate you. Appreciate the analysis, guys, and love 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 the back and forth, and look forward to continuing this through the playoffs. So we will be back next week to preview Wild Card Weekend. And we hope everybody has a uh, has a has a good weekend and enjoys the games.